Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. I would always mess with, I'm not a huge Red Hot Chili Pepper fan. I like the Chili Peppers, don't get me wrong, they're okay, but I would always mess, I had a friend, um, through, uh, uh, Colleen, she was a good friend of mine, was my prom date, um, huge, huge Red Hot Chili Pepper fan. I remember one time I messed with her, and I've done it since to other people who tell me they're Red Hot Chili Pepper fans. I would go, Fleeks, do you happen to be a Red Hot Chili Pepper fan or no? I, I, I'm oh, saying like Red I enjoy, Hot Chili Pepper. I'm a casual fan, I would say. Okay. So like, I, I always would joke with, like, oh, I lo- you know what my favorite song is? It's that one um, It's that one about California. And they'd be like, oh, uh, Californication. No, no, the other song about California. Under the Bridge. No, no, no. That other song about California. And you could play that game for about an hour and a half. Yeah, you can they, go many they, songs they, deep. They, they could, you could go. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I don't love the Chili Peppers, but I do like that one song about California. And then it was just, no, 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 that's not it. And you could play that game for an hour. In other words, they wrote a lot of songs about California. There's only one topic that you can have 100 songs about, and it's love. You can write a million love songs. Other than that, you got to sprinkle around your topics. Listen, they have songs that are both are about both, oh, love and California. And sex and drugs, all of it. Rolled into one, no doubt about it. But yes, obviously, they love California. That is true. God bless them. I did uh, stop in uh, California for uh, my honeymoon. It was nice. We went to a Do- we went to a Dodger game, Red Sox Dodgers. I believe Poppy at home run, if I remember correctly. And then we went to um, San Diego. I forgot who they were playing because we were really walking around the ballpark for a lot of it. Nice. They weren't as good as they are now. Oh, what am I talking about? They're bad. I forgot. 877-337-6666. They can still take the last series of the first half against the Mets, though. We'll see what the Mets do as they, you know, hit the road after the uh, All-Star break. Play, uh, you know, they played well on the West Coast the first time around. That was really right where you thought they were about to take off. And then, obviously, it didn't go that way. They lost the last couple of games against the... Uh, Giants in that series. Let me just check the schedule real quick. Right, they were seven and one on the trip and then lost the last two of the Giants. They're not on the road. They're playing. They're at home at the Dodgers. Excuse me. I knew I was wrong like as soon as I said it. So they are home against the Dodgers. And then they take on why do I keep just keep moving on? The White Sox, and then they head to Boston. And then it's a rematch of the Subway Series at Yankee Stadium. So they played West Coast teams. Well, I knew they weren't in L.A. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. But they they open up with the Dodgers. Yankees open up in Colorado. That's probably why I got confused because they're on the West Coast. Joe in the Bronx. What's up, Joe? T-Mac, love the show, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. I just want to tell you, you know, uh, about a year ago, Mm-hmm. You happened to be on the overnight, and uh, my son was uh, in Kuwait, and uh, you really helped me. You, you did a, a little opening on Veterans Day. I believe it was Veterans Day. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's that sounds like something I I may do. I I I don't remember it specifically, but I'm glad and thank you and thank your son for his service. I appreciate it. Absolutely, we uh, all do. See, I just uh, as a Mets fan, yeah. you know, I I know, but uh, see, Mac, what do you think? Uh, I I know I know we may need some uh, bullpen help. Yeah, number one for uh, me. Yes. What do you think? Another bat. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd like another bat. Right now you don't have much of a a, a DH situation. Vogelback stinks. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you, you want to add another uh, left-handed bat. You want to add a – I think you could add two bats, theoretically. You add a lot, but to me it's the bullpen. And you might even want to add a starter if you can, but that's going to be tougher for me uh, to figure out because I don't trust Scherzer right now. Uh, I don't trust I, Caras- Carrasco right now. Um, I, I, you don't know if Quintana is even going to come back, so you could add a you could add a starter. You definitely need you need two bullpen bullpen arms for me. So you need a lot. Chris, you got to add a lot. Uh, but Chris, you need you, you, one bat, two bullpen arms, and a starter. Let's go there. Okay, Chris. Chris, who who would be the ones that you would be looking for if you're a med? You know, yeah, I mean, it's impossible. It's Im- it's impossible to know. It's I mean, you don't know who. I mean, I heard the the Pirates are selling. You got to look at the teams who are selling. And I'll be quite honest with you. Almost every team in baseball has an arm that would help the Mets, has at least one. So it depends on um, who would be willing to move. What it's, What's his name in Pittsburgh? Bednar? He's 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 really good. I don't know if they'd be willing to move him. Um, so there are options. There are guys you don't even know about. It. You don't have to make the trade for the best relievers you know, ever. I mean, if they're willing to take on money, uh, I haven't looked at how he's done since coming back from uh, you know fighting off cancer, but Liam Hendricks with the White Sox. Uh, I'm sure right. they're I'm sure they're looking to move guys. So you could you could look at that top of the market with those guys, but then there are names too that would be lesser moves just to get you better arms in there. It doesn't you know, you don't have to necessarily go out and get this closer and add this guy to the back end of the bullpen. They just need competent guys. Uh, because they have no one in there. So I mean there are plenty of names, even on the lesser teams, of guys who are having good years, guys who have good stuff, guys who you think might just, you know, you, you once you get them in your team with your coaches, maybe coach them up a little bit. Because right now it's not even just, you know, when I when I watch the Mets bullpen, I don't see anybody with good, like really dynamic stuff, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, know, like, I was- even David Robertson, who's re- having a phenomenal year. I mean, he gets through with you know taking some off, moving it around, but he he's not going to beat you with just pure stuff. And you right. know, on his best day, is Adovino slider a top? slider in baseball i maybe on certain days but it's hard to uh, you very rarely see it uh they need someone to come in and just be able to get strikeouts like i, I don't there's they need uh two or three arms like they i hate their bullpen i don't think there's anybody who comes out of that bullpen with dynamic stuff and they keep retreading the same names and calling up the same names like the bullpen sucks and that's the one thing like we could talk about how much money they spend and how the 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 roster is flawed, and the, but the team is underachieving. There is one aspect of this team. I know Diaz gets hurt. I know he gets hurt at the World Baseball Classic, and it's a killer. Don't get me wrong; it is a killer. He was the best reliever in baseball last year, and it really wasn't particularly close in the second half of the season. He was phenomenal, and losing him changes the whole dynamic of that bullpen. Totally granted, but I'm sorry. The one thing when you look at this team, you can't have the payroll they have and throw that bullpen at you. It is atrocious. And it the Mets, I mean, Mets and bullpens go back to the early stages of Sandy Alderson's era. I mean, they have never been able to put together a bullpen that's dyna- dynamic. It just seems like they never do it. I mean, even in even with Diaz, they make the trade at first, and he's he was he was brutal with the Mets. I mean, overall, he was okay, but he was Benitez. He blew big games left and right. He he wasn't nearly the pitcher he's been. Last year, something clicked, and he was just untouchable. But besides that, the bullpen's been a problem forever. And this slop they're throwing out at you with this payroll is unacceptable. I know they had to spend money on guys and re-signing guys like Nimmo, and they had to bring back McNeil, who really didn't make a lot of money. They had to go get Verlander. I understand where the money went. I do. But that bullpen is just atrocious. Bruce and Howell. What's up, Bruce? Hey, man. Congratulations on the new gig. How's it going? Oh, thank you, buddy. What's up? 
Yeah, so the problem with the Yankees is as much as Severino and he can't put it together, the problem is, is look at, if you look at the other teams in the American League, like the Orioles, the Rangers, obviously the Astros, and, and in baseball, there's way too much guys in a Yankee lineup that are just an automatic out. Even with Judge, there's too much guys that are automatic out. What do you think of them going for? Maybe Jack Sawinski, you mentioned the Pirates. They need to get another bat. There's Trevino. There's way too many automatic outs. You're not going yeah. to win in the postseason like that. No, I, I right now they have too many outs. There's no doubt about it. But the, the problem is I didn't know Rizzo was going to be an automatic out. I didn't know DJ LeMahieu was going to be an automatic out. Like that's that's To me, that's the first problem. Because, right, yes, that's the problem. Also, that, because, I can't stand yeah. with Trevino. I, I think well, that Higashioka should, be, Higashioka should be the starting catcher. He's hitting 240 this year. He's much better. Yeah, no, listen, the... Trevino had a great offensive first half last year, and it it buoyed him to be an all star. And then he won the platinum glove. He is a great defensive catcher. He really is. But when sure. the lineup is like this, they went both catchers defense first. Like Higashioka can hit a little bit. He's hitting two forty or whatever it is. Uh, he's hit some home runs. He's got some pop. If he gets a fastball, he can hit it out of the ballpark. He's been okay, but he's not a good. He's he's more of a defensive catcher. And they sure. right now at the state of this lineup. They can't have, you know, it's. It, I agree with you because you have to play the guy who can hit a little bit more, and right now it's Agashioka. But it's been pretty much an every other day thing. They don't have a starting catcher. It's it's Trevino. It's Agashioka. It's back and forth every other day. They haven't. I don't think. I don't think one of them have played more than more than two games in a row in the last two months. All right. You think they should go after Jack Sawinski with the Pirates? Yeah, very good left hand. Yeah, hitter. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. I guess I got to look at his numbers. Um, I've I, I know the name. I know the baseball card. I got a lot of them. He's young. He's controllable. I'm assuming because I had the baseball card. Um, I don't know what he's doing. I know he played. He had a decent good s- series against the Mets. I know that he had a couple of. Let me look up his numbers. Let's see what Jack Sawinski is doing. Um, not salary stats. Jeez. I mean, he's a name, and because he's on the Pirates, he's somebody that you'd have to consider. So he's how old is he? He's twenty-four years old. He's going to be twenty-five uh, at the end of the month. So he's twenty-five years old. This is his second season. He's currently hitting 235. He's got an OPS of 875, so that's good. He's he's slugging at 514. He's got really 19 home runs and 48 RBIs. Yeah, no. I don't I don't know why the Pirates would move him, to be honest with you. He's having a great year. He's having a really good year. I mean, he's already matched last year's home run total. He only played 100 games last year. He's played 80 so far this year, but he's got 19 home runs, 48 RBIs. And he's got an 875 OPS, and he's 25 years old. I don't know how good defensively he is, but yeah, that's a name I would I would absolutely consider, and a team that is probably willing to move pieces. But is that the kind of guy you want to move? Do they want to move a controllable 25 year old outfielder who's got an 875 OPS? If the Pirates are willing to move him, I don't know what they're doing. You're gonna trade him for another young player? Who are the Yankees gonna offer him? Uh, uh, a guy who's now you know in his year 25, second year in the league, he's got an 875 OPS. What are you gonna trade him for? five or six prospects and hope one of them turns out to be as good as him right now. I mean, so uh, it's plausible. I love the idea. I don't know why the pirates would do it. Sometimes we forget to look at that aspect of it because we're the Yankee fans and we, or we're the Met fans and we only care about how it impacts us. I don't know why pitcher would, would move on from a 25 year old kid with an 875 OPS. Larry in Florida. What's up, Larry? Hey, C Mac. What's uh, up? How pro- What's up, man? How appropriate to, change hitting coaches before you go to Colorado. So that's, hey, mean, listen, that's why you have you have the team meetings before the ace pitches. You fire coaches before you go to Colorado. No doubt yeah. about it. So when they get 35 runs in three games, they'll say, this Casey, he's got the magic touch. Man. You know what, though? All, if the players believe it, then then the players believe it. It's if it's not a lie if you believe it. So, so if, uh, if it works the magic and they think it helps, then God bless it, then it did help, you know? Whatever they're playing. Uh, <laughs> no one's gonna clear care. Air. No one's gonna care. I know. None of you Yankee hey. fans are gonna care if they go and beat Colorado. You're gonna be like, oh, show me more. They can go on a 15 game winning streak. Oh, who cares? They're not good enough to win the World Series. I know how it goes. Yeah. 
That's right. They That's can't right. be Houston. Can't beat Houston. Hey. They can't win in the postseason. They can't hit good pitching. They'll never win with Aaron Boone. Brian Cashman is is you know hey. living off the, the 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 work of Gene Stick Michael. Nothing's ever going to work. You guys, it it just sucks, man. It sucks being a Yankee fan. Hey, see, Mac, can yes. I give you a little trivia? Yeah, sure. Why not? Since the twenty one season, there's four guys that got at least fifty homers, fifty steals. And 200 RBIs. Uh, 50 home runs, 50 steals, and and 250 RBIs? 200 RBIs. Since, uh, 200 RBIs since 21? Yeah, since 21. Okay. I'll give uh, you a little hint. Three of them are in the American League. But... Uh, did, does Judge have that many stolen bases? No. Yeah. He's not one of them. Um, 50 home runs. Um... That's a good one. Uh, the shortstop. Why am I blanking on his name? Shortstop for Toronto. Um, no, Bichette. Bichette. No. 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 Fifty home runs, fifty stolen since twenty one. Yeah, that's like two and a half years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to think of stolen base guys. I don't know, but guys, just give it to me. Give it to you. Yeah. Jose Ramirez. Uh. Er- a, a Rosarina, yeah. Trey Turner and Kyle Tucker. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, what do you want? What you, I mean, is there a point behind it necessarily? Like, are you trying to say that the play the Yankees or Mets need someone like those players, or is that the kind of no, skill set no. you're looking for? Or just you found a, a fun little stat you liked and wanted to tell me, which is fine. Yeah. Just curious. I just found a little. Just found a little stat, uh, Larry. That's all right, Larry. You're a good guy, Larry. I like you. Give me a call next time on more trivia. Trivia with Larry. It could be a segment. We could do it every day. Trivia with Larry. Since 2020, only four players have 17 sacrifice flies, two sacrifice bunts, and 17 hit by pitch. Mark Canna and Mark Canna. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. If anybody wants to call me up with the grid, let's see if we can, you want to do a grid right now. Here we go. Here's my question to the pin. Don't look it up and cheat, okay? Don't be one of those guys who then will Google it and look it up. Someone called me a Cincinnati Red and an Atlanta Brave. We got Kevin Gosman. I mean, the all-star one is easy. Angels, all-star, um, Baltimore, all-star, and... Oh, and Atlanta Brave All-Star. We'll skip the All-Star. I mean, that's easy. If you can't give me an All-Star, it's easy. Who can give me a Cincinnati Red that played for the Baltimore Orioles besides Kevin Gosman? That's that's what's on the table now. Give me a call, 877-337-6666. We can also talk to movies because I got to tell you, I just saw a movie trailer today, today, that looks freaking awesome. And I'm, I, I just remembered that they actually did the movie and now that I'm seeing it, I'm pumped about it. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but Joaquin Phoenix. You know Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker? We all know Joaquin Phoenix. He is playing Napoleon. I think Ridley Scott's the director. Napoleon. With Joaquin Phoenix. It was one of the best trailers I've seen in a while. It looks awesome. I am pumped about that movie. Him is Napoleon, and it's the early part of, I get the early part. It's Napoleon, the early years, where he's uh, coming into power. And he's, you know, the, uh, the commander of the army, and he pretty much, it looks like in the trailer, forces his way into power. You know, I don't really remember the history of Napoleon Bonaparte that much, other than he was banished to the island of Elba. Right, and Abba has a kick-ass song about it. At Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. I'm aware of that. Oh yeah, but I mean, I don't know too much of the history of Napoleon. I don't know. I I just cracked myself up with the oh yeah, oh yeah. At Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh yeah. What a weird. Do you ever really think about why the hell they wrote that song? I'm sure maybe there is a reason why. 
But Waterloo. I like ABBA. ABBA's, for whatever reason, I do like ABBA. 877-337-6666. But I saw that trailer. It's gonna, it looks awesome. Joaquin Phoenix says Napoleon. I think he's one of the you know better actors of the generation. I think in Joker, he was amazing. And I I don't want to like take it away from him, but like so many guys have been good as the Joker. It's almost a character that that leads that lends itself to giving great performances. I mean, some better than others. I didn't the only one who really didn't do a great job with it necessarily was um what's his name? The lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars or whatever, uh Jared Leto. He did I didn't think he was overly bad. It just was it was the the character didn't seem to really be that big a role in the movie. It was amp, but I mean Jack Nicholson, phenomenal. Um I just said Joaquin Phoenix was was really good in the Joker, and I think Heath Ledger as Batman in Batman um Return uh, no returns, um whatever, Dark Knight. I it's one of the great performances in movie history for me. You can't take your eyes off him when he's on the screen. It's 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 powerful. He's incredible. So I don't want to take it away from Joaquin Phoenix that he was great in that movie, but it just seems like the Joker, the character, lends itself to being able to give these kind of nuanced, really uh, incredible performances. But he was great in the Joker, and he's been great in a million other things. And uh, him as Napoleon, I'm looking and and uh, and I'm also really looking forward to the new uh, Mission Impossible movie. It's getting great reviews, and I love all the Mission Impossible movies. And I got to be honest with you. I know Tom Cruise has a different way of thinking, and he's a little out there, and I guess there's that audio came out a while ago, and there's a lot of stories about him being rough on set and everything. I, he's not a, I don't know if he's a great actor because he kind of plays the same. Back in the day, he did a lot of different things, you know, born on the 4th of July and, and different kind of character pieces. Now he's kind of like the action hero who does it's pretty much the same character, but he makes good action movies. That's just what he does. He makes good movies. Top Gun Maverick was just a good movie. Mission Impossible are just good movies. He's not going to win an Oscar for him, but they're excellent, man. Eli in Brooklyn. What's up, Eli? B-Mac. How's what? it going, man? Uh, it's you know, going great, man. It couldn't be going any I'm better. I'm disappointed, but at the same time, I'm very happy. And I'll explain to you why. I was dying for you to be on with Evan in the afternoon. I think you guys, with your sports knowledge... What have been a fantastic show. I was looking forward to that. I'm disappointed by the outcome. But I, at the end well, of the day, I am happy because if you were on in the afternoon, I would never be able to call you. You're on in the overnight, and I have full access to you. So I love that. Well, thank you very much, Eli. I appreciate it. But I think, um, and as, listen, I, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, it wouldn't have been great with me, and Evan, I would have loved that. But I think Evan and Tiki are going to do a great show. I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to listen to that and maybe even calling every once in a while to bust Evan's shoes. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah. thank you very much, man. Hey, listen, don't add me. It's going to go great. You understand me? Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> it's going to be great. Trust we'll me. You're going to you're gonna like we'll it. But but listen, you can call me anytime you want, Eli. I appreciate it. I thank you for the kind words. You don't have to butter me up to call. Just give me a give me a call, man. 877-337-6666. What do you got? Um, okay, so I want to talk about the Mets. I want to yes. talk about Billy Epler. I want to talk about Buck Showalter. Sure. I, I think it's getting uh, underblown, underrated a little bit. Mm -hmm. so we're talking about Stevie Cohen over here, Uncle Stevie. I'm a huge Mets fan, and he put in $350-plus million into this team. If there's a bad contract, like let's say Robinson Cano, or he'll pay the contract of Eduardo Escobar or yeah. James McCann, he's eat it. He's willing to eat the entire thing. Yes. He monetarily will do anything, Correct. anything it takes in order for the team to be successful. And Billy Epler and Buck Schulter are sitting here right now, seven games behind in the wild card spot yeah. at the All-Star break. The, the team that Billy Epler put together is atrocious. How could he put a team together that has not one, but two 40-year-old pitchers. I know Verlander's coming off a Cy Young. Scherzer coming off, quote-unquote, his lowest ERA in, in his entire career. But Scherzer's been coming up small constantly. I just If you want to, if you want to invest in one of Scherzer or Verlander, yeah. to, to accomplish the I, 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 I think they – I'll give you an answer on what I think, uh, Eli, and what the thought process was, uh, was that – 
Obviously, they're both Hall of Fame great pitchers that they think have another year or two in them. They knew they were going to have to give high price tags, but short-term deals. And they're looking to build a lot of the pitching through uh, the development, which which Steve Cohen has talked about openly. And I, I'm not sure they wanted to give these long contracts to pitchers. They knew they were going to have a short-term run with this rotation, as was and as is, and they thought they could have these two guys for the last two good years of their careers, and that, you know, coming off of Cy Young, you had every reason to believe Verlander was still that guy, and Scherzer, even, you know, he had a bad second half, he had a bad, you know, last two starts of last year, but he also, at times, had the best ERA of his career. So, they, you know, it's it's a catch-22, but I think they thought, let's put a lot of money into the top of this rotation on a short-term basis, we're going to build our pitching from within, we have no choice but to attack our pitching right now with free agency, and then we'll 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 reassess where we are from and what options we'll have inside the organization as we get past the end of these two contracts. So I think that's the thought process. It's failing them now miserably, no doubt about it. It is, and it's a risky proposition that everybody knew heading into the year. You know, it was the debate: Do you, you bring in Degrom? But you have Verlander. You you knew even after letting Degrom go, which I yelled about, but obviously turned out to be 100 percent the right move. But you bring in Verlander, and you knew you had two guys at the back ends being kind of their careers, and it's a risky proposition. And despite you know Verlander really only missing the first month and them being fairly healthy here, they just haven't pitched up to their capabilities and not. And and especially especially Scherzer, he blows leads every chance he gets, man. Even in games he wins, yeah. he has been awful for the Mets. Absolutely awful. Every single big start. If it's the Braves at the end of the season last yep. year, if it's obviously a wild card game, yep. if it was the Yankees a couple of weeks ago, yep. if it was the Braves a couple of weeks ago, if it was just now recently, and when they had the game that they won recently against the Diamondbacks, they still blew the lead. lead. He, he blew the he lead. Blew- yeah. Can Max Scherzer not go down? I'm talking about strictly on the field. Because off the field, in the clubhouse, he says all the right things. But strictly as as a player, he could go down as one of the, the uh, one of the most hated players it, 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 to any Mets fan ever. Just for the fact that what he did against them with the Nationals. And then he comes to the Mets, and every single big game, he just doesn't show up. Yeah, It's ridiculous. You know, at the end of the day, Monday, it's Monday morning quarterback. Because in the offseason, I was saying the same thing. Right, today. 100%. I mean, they were picked to win 95, 96 games. They were going to compete with the Braves. And thank you for the call, Eli. They were going to compete with the Braves for the division. That's what everyone thought. Then Diaz goes down. It's a hit. It shouldn't have been this much of a hit. They shouldn't be seven games out of the wild card. I agree with you. Um, but, yeah, no, the team was built. I think I think the main thing is the bullpen sucks. The rotation had an injury to with Quintana. It started the year without Verlander, and Scherzer's killed them. I, I mean, I think that's it. And the lineup has been up and down. You've Mar- Marte has been uh, a, sh- a shell of himself, especially compared to last year when he was such a huge part of the team. McNeil won a batting title last year. This year, you know, he he barely does anything. You know, but hits singles, and even that, you know, he's having a terrible year. He never drives the baseball. Um. So he's a shell of himself. Marte's a shell of himself. Uh, Lindor's having the same kind of season, but very streaky. Alonzo is having a great power year, but all of his other numbers are down. The lineup's been in flux a little bit, even though you've added Beatty and you've added, um, obviously, Alvarez, who's a stud, but you're getting nothing from the DH position. You've called, you know, it's just Vientos can't find a spot on this team. Vogelback sucks. I mean, you got the stewards of the world and different guys like that who've come up, you know, and and utility players who aren't very good offensively and Guillerme and, and, you know, the lineup's okay. It's good enough to be better than where they are. The main reason the Mets are where they are is their pitching staff. But right now your bullpen is horrible and the rotation has been a major, major disappointment. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. This song's appropriate for an all-star game in Seattle. Little Nirvana, the grunge scene. Although, I've always felt, I, I like Nirvana. They have a lot of great stuff, and obviously, Kurt Cobain, you know, wrote a lot of great songs. But I always feel like, because the, you know, the, un, the tragic end of uh, Kurt Cobain's life, that, you know, they get, a, it, it's like, a little more, they get a little more credit for being great than they actually were. They were damn good. But, you know, there are people who tell you it's like one of the more influential bands of all time and stuff. And, you know, they were right. They were good. They had some good stuff. 877-337-6666. So let's get to Joe and see if he's being honest with me. Joe in South Jersey. What's up, Joe? Hey, hey Chris. Uh, first of all, congrats on the new job. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, the answer to the trivia question yes, is Frank but, Robinson. Ah, uh, very I, obviously traded from um, traded Cincinnati from to Orioles Baltimore. To, he wins the MVP exactly. the first year. Yep, that's a good one. That's right. We'll go with it. Let him to let him to uh, let him to uh, some really good years in the late late sixties, early seventies. I was at the World Series in sixty uh, nine when I was a, I said I was a freshman in college when the Mets. Uh, wow, when the Mets. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be seventy two. Oh, I remember Frank Robinson very well. Yeah, well, you're right, and that's a 24% of the people answered it that way. That's I figured it would have been a higher number because you're right. He's obviously one of the, yeah. the greater uh, players to ever play for both teams, no doubt. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, good one. I, I believe you didn't have to look that one up, Joe. I believe you. It didn't. I should have jumped out at me. I, if, I, if I really – I'm doing the show, so I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. But it, I, it didn't jump out at me immediately, but I'm sure if I thought about it for five minutes, that's obviously the big one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, cool, yeah, Joe. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate Thanks, it. Chris. You got right, it, man. buddy. Take Enjoy care. yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy birthday. 72. May we all be so lucky. Although I guess that's pretty much... I think that's pretty much the life expectancy is 72. But you make it there. I will i don't know if I would sign for it. I got to think about that. That's a good poll question. What age would you sign for to die? Seems a bit morbid at 1.36 on a Tuesday morning. But, you know, that's what we do. Brent in Binghamton. What's up, Brent? How you doing, man? Good. How are you, buddy? Good. Congratulations on the new gig, too. Well, I, thank you. I appreciate it. So I'm calling to talk a little bit about the Yankees trade deadline. Yeah. Um, What do you think is the is the fix? So all the Yankees fans cry but they're not performing, mm-hmm. which, well, we know they're not. Donaldson's not performing like he once was. Yeah. So, okay, what, you DFA him, and then, then who do you go get? Yeah. Um, well, I would think the easiest answer at third base would be Peraza and call him up from the, from AAA. So I think that's the first. If they decide, like, if they decided to DFA Donaldson tomorrow, that's the move initially. Uh, I do think they need to see what's out there at the third base market at the trade level. I do. Uh, I'm. I'm not. It's tough. Uh, we don't know what Peraza is going to be, but it's tough to tell me the left, the left side of your infield is going to be two rookies, and then tell me that they're going to go win a World Series. That's that's hard to do. As much as we might think of Peraza, as much as he might be killing it in AAA, you're going to tell me your third baseman and your shortstop are both rookies. Uh, that's that's tough yeah. to sell me on both of them. Uh, so. So I would think third base, I would think left field, and um, 
after you finish, I'm going to tell you what Brian Hoke told me today because I had a chance to talk to him on the Yankee podcast, me and Keith McPherson do. So go ahead. Do you think the Yankees can win with the team they have right now? And this is with the, with after the, the the Casey hire. Yes. But I mean, is that, that the six? Is is that is that no, the six? Is no, that no, the no, no, no. I mean, listen, I don't think so. Even if it got fixed, I wouldn't necessarily call that the fix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if suddenly they went crazy, I don't know if I would necessarily say it's because of uh, Sean Casey. But here's where I, I listen. Do I think it's possible? Because of the pitching, yes, I think it's possible. I think if they went out and didn't make any major moves, um, if you include Peraza as part of this team, as currently uh, constituted, because he is in the minor league system, he is on the 40-man roster. So if you give me Peraza or anyone else in the minor league level, like you give me even if they call up um, uh, Floreal or someone, like is it or Greg Allen comes back from injury, like is it possible – that this team, as it's going, is good enough to win the World Series? Yes, it's possible. It's unlikely, but that's my stance. I firmly believe that there would be a chance that Judge comes back, that there would be a chance Rizzo could get hot, there's a chance Stanton could get hot, there's a chance Donaldson becomes a borderline average player in Major League Baseball or slightly below, which would be a head and shoulders above what he is right now. I think there's a chance. I think it's unlikely. I don't think the Yankees can rest on their laurels and assume that chance, they got to go out and make changes. But if you told me they couldn't find a trading partner for any of this stuff or you know they just decided not to do anything, is there still a chance this team could win? Yes, because I think their bullpen's the best bullpen in baseball, and I think their rotation's plenty good in a short series. So there's a chance. But I don't like that chance, and I certainly don't think the Yankees can sit around going, well, there's a chance, so we're good. They need to go out and attack third base. They need to go out and attack left field. And and thank you for the call, Brent. What they told me, or what they told me, what um, I spoke to Brian Hoke today covers uh, ma- covers the Yankees for uh, Major League uh, MLB.com. Uh, he just wrote a book, 62, um, on the last year's judge season, uh, which I'm looking forward to. So if you get a chance, go out and get that. It's actually going on sale today, the the 11th. But um, he told me that his he's hearing whispers that the Yankees right now, not that they won't attack third base or left field, but he's hearing whispers right now that they're early on in the trade market, trade deadline talks, they're looking at pitching. Which surprises me because I think it's it's very good, but I think it's the easier thing to attack. I think there are more options. There's eight guys in a bullpen. So every team has eight guys Theoretically, uh, teams that are looking to move, at least, teams that are willing to make trades, have a bunch of guys available. There's more pitchers available than a specific left fielder or a third baseman. So it's just an easier thing to attack, but he's his whispers so far are that Yankees are making phone calls right now about pitching, not necessarily rotation, or which they could use, because right now you don't know what you're going to get from Severino, and I think there's a distinct plan for Severino. Maybe we'll do that coming back from the next break, but you don't know what you're getting from Severino. You don't know if Nesta Cortez is going to come back. You hope that Rodon stays healthy. Uh, really, the only guarantee you know is Cole. I like the other options, and I feel good about them. I think Nesta Cortez is going to come back and be fine. I think Herman and Clark Schmidt are a fine f- number five pitcher. I think Rodon is going to stay healthy and be excellent. So if those things happen, you could add a starter. Not It, it would make sense if, if you want to add a, a legitimate starter to be your third guy, someone you would trust in a game three or four of a postseason series. I don't think that's crazy. And you never can have too much bullpen arms. You've already seen the injury to Hamilton. You don't know if Loisig is going to come back. Um, anything could happen. Uh, Abreu has really hit the skids his last handful of games, so there's a chance that you know you might be looking at a bullpen arm. So right now the, the scoop from um, Brian Hoke is, is that the early whispers are the Yankees are out there scouring for pitching at the moment, but they need to attack left field, third base. They need bats, 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 bats. But call me crazy. Is it possible they win? Yes. I think it's possible. Jim and Havistro. What's up, Jim? Back. What's going on, guys? What's How up, buddy? How we doing? All right. Well, you get a new gig and you want to all of a sudden become like a shock jock or something? What's going on? Why am I becoming? Why did I say that was shocking? The, the take on Nirvana. It was one of the most asinine things I think. Yeah, I've I'm sorry. I, I I think they're okay. I don't think they're great, great. I think they're good. That's what is pa- no, it's passing a little bit more, and then you're like 
influential. Uh, well, because I think I, I as know. a Beatle fan, as a Be- I'll say this as a Beatle fan, and, and I'm a Paul guy, so I'll be fair. As a Beatle fan, I think after John dies, he gets a little bit of, oh, John was the real genius, you know, John, because tragically his life ended. And I think part of that also like goes with Kurt Cobain. He's become more of a genius because he died so young. You didn't, you know, Paul McCartney had a long career of making songs people don't like into his 50s and 60s, 70s and 80s, where when guys die younger, all they have is their best work. So I think... I'm not trying to knock him or anything. I, I, no, it's no, tragic I, what I, happened to him, and I do think he's brilliant. But I think, I think he gets even more of that. Oh my God, he was so brilliant because of his untimely passing. No, I get that. After that, you said influential. Huh? I don't know, and I'm like, whoa. I mean, just like the Beatles. I mean, he, the whole kind of era changed. A whole different type of Damn, music I don't, came out. I, I don't know. I, say, uh, I think that's I overblown. But I hear you. I know really? Of, yeah, overblown. I, I, yeah, I think them. I I would tell you. Right? I think I think Pearl Jam is just as influential as they are. Yeah. So that's that's. I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to argue that. But it's just. I mean, the influential part of it. I mean, it changed the whole. I mean, they 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 put a whole different genre name out there because. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But how what? how many really grunge bands are there? How much has grunge really? I don't know. Has oh grunge really God. impacted that much? I don't know. Yeah, Nirv- the Nirvana, Alice in Chains. Out, yeah, I mean, oh, Alice in Chains has like three songs. Oh my gosh! See, yeah, yeah, you're crazy. You're, you're <laughs> you've got blinders on. You got blinders on. Listen, um, a, a quick fix, maybe that will help yeah. the the home run derby. A jugs machine, right? So, uh, a what machine? A jugs machine. Okay, the pitching machine. Yeah, pitching machine. Yeah, okay. So it, you you can market it too, right? So you don't have to. You, you can bring out any type of picture you want you don't want to bring out your nine-year-old grandmother right and her arm gets sucked in the machine or your four-year-old son but you know you, you set it up and it goes 75 miles per hour right down the middle you don't have to worry about players spraying the ball right a righty will go to left field the lefty will go to right field right you do a little split screen and and, and it takes away so much all oh, the pitchers got to get warmed up he's throwing inside all oh, the batter doesn't like it it's like yeah. i don't know why they don't do this I mean, without putting a T out there, right? They need some speed, generate some distance and all that stuff. But yeah. I don't know why it's like this whole big thing of having, and they do kind of, I don't want to say advertise it, but, oh, this guy's going to come out and be his pitcher. This guy's going to be his pitcher. Who cares? It's a home run. Like, put a drug machine Well, I mean, I think, I think today um, uh, Rushman had his father pitch to him. So it does open it up for a little bit of the human interest stories. Uh, sure, I remember but, Cano's father threw to him when he won the home run derby. Yeah, and you could still do that, but the actual function, I mean, Cano's father could have still stood out there and held the ball up, put it in the machine, held the ball up. Yeah, I don't, no, no, wait, 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 Jim, I just want to say, I don't, th- I think the idea has merit. I'm just saying the idea that, that it would still be the same as if the, his father went out there and put the ball into the machine, that I disagree with. You know, yeah, you're going to walk him out there, so it's like, oh, look, I'm feeding the machine. It eliminates the human interest story. It just does. There's there's no more fun no, but, things with okay. that. But you're right. Uh, I, I mean, think I you're at, the still... aspect of because I heard I was again driving in. Uh, I had to make sure I got here, so I was driving in through some of the home run derby. And yeah, they, I heard the guy go, "Yeah, you know the pitcher. That's like that's the second pitch he took. You could tell he doesn't like where the pitcher's throwing at the last. You're right. That why have that? Why have a guy well, possibly now, come in and not put the ball in right where you want it? So it, I think it, your it, argument it, there makes sense. Yeah. And now you could foul the ball more because you don't have to worry like. You can literally do a split screen, right? Where because a, a major league baseball batter, when he gets, I'm sure I, I heard you play baseball. I'm sure you've been to a cage. Once you yeah. get that, you know, ball coming down, light on one two, ball coming down, light on one two. You I get mean, into the rhythm, yeah. Not, yeah, he's not hitting up the middle of the right field. The right, he's just blasting out the left field. But I mean, anyway, yeah, listen, I, I, yeah, no, listen, and Jim, I, I, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Um, I still think that would that wouldn't stop my inherent problem with what I saw last night. That wouldn't stop the idea of them trying to, because the guy feeding it would then just feed the balls faster. Like to me, the problem was it was all about how many swings they could get off, how many home runs they could hit. And I end up not watching the home runs. It's a split screen between the batter and then, um, you know, the panoramic camera where shown where the ball lands. And I end up just watching the hitter because I don't want to miss the swings. We don't really follow where the ball goes. We don't have that shot of watching it go into the air and go into the distance. Like, it's just 
I end up watching the hitter. And if you're a baseball fan, you can watch the hitter and tell if he got it or not. Like, you could watch it. Oh, I mean, with the occasional uh, maybe mistake, whatever. But if I watch just the hitter and I see 10 swings, I can almost guarantee you I can tell you the ones that go out and the ones that don't. You can tell if he got it or not. So I end up just watching that, and I don't watch how far the ball goes. I just watch him swinging 100 times. And the numbers are ridiculous. Wow, the biggest 40 home runs in the first round, a record. Who cares? He took 100 swings. That's why he hit 40 home runs. Richard and Phoenix. What's up, Rich? Hey, C-Mac. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you? All right. First of all, I want to tell you congrats on the new uh, spot. Thank you. I think you're going to do great. I live in Phoenix, so I can listen to the first couple of hours, uh, three hours behind you. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to doing it myself. Um, Before I get to my next point, I just want to tell you that my son and I went and saw Mission Impossible on Sunday. Uh, They were doing doing some sort of advanced screening. So we saw it, and I think that I'm a Mission guy. I don't know if you are. I think this was Cruz's best. Really? I I think I was actually – I had a conversation with Craig about this one day. I th- I honestly think they're all terrific except two. Mission Impossible 2 where Anthony Hopkins was in it. He had right. he had like long hair in it. I forget the I even forget the premise of the movie because I thought it was terrible. But besides that one, I the first one's great and then the rest from 3 on have all been very good and I'm hearing great things about this one. This one's a great movie. I mean, and I didn't I, I knew that Cruz did his own stunts, but some of these stunts that he did in this movie yeah. were just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, and I, I, I think they've been really good, the Mission Impossibles. Really, really oh, good. Was a, this was a great movie. You're going to yeah. love it. Um, uh, I'm looking forward. Can I ask you a question since you're in Phoenix? I meant to ask the other guy this. Yeah, I, go ahead. I, I, I saw um, – I, I watched this documentary, Food to Table or something. I forget what it's called. It's on Netflix. And I guess there's a guy in Phoenix, Arizona – who apparently makes the best pizza in the world. Like, literally, like, I I forget the guy's name, but they claim, like, all food critics and, like, everybody, they did this whole documentary on him. They claim that the best pizza in the world is made in Phoenix, Arizona. So I have to ask you, I don't know if you've been to that place, know what I'm talking about, but... I'm assuming you're kind of from New York. If you call me about the Mets listening to the station, does the is there good pizza in Phoenix? There's good, there's great New York pizza in Phoenix. Okay. There really is. There's a couple of places out here that I frequent all the time because they're they're absolutely wonderful. They're New York pizzas. Um, you can tell as soon as you take a bite into them. There's bagel places. I'm not familiar with the guy that you're talking about. But there are absolutely wonderful New York. And they're not only pizza. The food out here, Italian food, if you can find it, is wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, really? The bagel places, there's a couple of, of bagel places out here that are New York bagel places. They're fantastic. They're also delis. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if you guys know this back in New York, but a lot of people from New York are are going are coming out to Phoenix for one reason or the other. I don't know why, because the summers out here are awful. Um, but you know, the summers coming are just crazy and, hot, right? And they're opening restaurants, and it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, anyway, cool. yeah. No, listen, I'm, I'm trying to find the guy's name. His name is Chris Bianco. I'm trying to think. Bianco. Of, yeah. The I'm trying to think of the name of the restaurant. I'm trying to look up the name of the restaurant. But apparently, if you can if you can find it, let me know, and I'll let you know if I've been there. Um, the Mets have absolutely saved me, uh, saved me and the rest of us heartbreak. They usually break our hearts in September. They broke our hearts in June this year. And, you know, I, we were expecting it, but we weren't expecting it this soon. Right. I agree with everybody. Scherz has been awful. Verlander's been up and down. Um, you know, it, it, Carrasco, his last three starts have been pretty decent. McGill was awful. Mm-hmm. Peterson's last couple have been good. Yeah, he's been the okay. Awful. Yeah. Alonzo has he's hitting two eleven, C Mac. Yeah, I know. He's hitting two eleven. Yeah, well listen, he he's he's come back early from the wrist injury. He really has. And 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 Richard, thank you and thank you for indulging me in my uh pizza talk. I appreciate it. Um I know he's hitting two eleven. He he's come he he really rushed back from the wrist injury. And I heard um um 
Ricky talking about this before me. He's 100% right. I was surpri- a little surprised, not not too surprised, because, damn it, he's going to do that home run derby if it's the last thing he does. But, I mean, he he is hitting 211. He struggled since he's come back, and he had a wrist injury, and now you're asking him to swing 100 times. They swing 100 times in this derby. Trying to swing for the fences, no less. Get off his A swing a hundred times in ten in you know a minute and a half. I'm that's a risky thing. Considering you know he was in a cast the night the, you know that uh, Craig and Evan did the the comedy show with him. He was in like a, a soft cast and everything. Uh, six days later, he's out back on the field. So I think he's not right. I think he's not quite himself. I think he's dealing with this injury, but he wanted to be back and be part of the team, and I, I salute him for it. But at the same time, then I, I can't. I can't just say, oh, well, you know, what do you expect? He's hurt. If he's on the field, he's playing. Same thing with Rizzo. Like, everyone you kind of talk to, there's whispers, oh, no, his back's bothering him, too. He's Since he got his head hurt uh, against Tatis in San Diego, I don't care. I, I mean, listen, I respect the fact that he's trying to be out there. Uh, this goes for Pete as well. But if you're out there, I'm not going to judge you on injuries. You're out there, you're out there. If you're hurt, don't play. But he's still got some pop. Hopefully he's snapping out of it. He's looked lost at times. He rushed himself back from a wrist injury. Hopefully he's feeling better. But hopefully these couple of days off help. But he just did a, a you know a home run derby. I wish I really if I were in the Mets organization, I really would have been like, hey Pete, can we sit one out? You've won it twice. Can we sit one out? But not Pete Alonso. He will not sit out a home run derby. And all jokes aside, it's good. It's good to be part of it. It's good to. I mean, but now everyone does. Everyone. Everyone who who joins the stupid thing hits 40 home runs. A Rosarain is not a a really great home run hitter unless he's playing the Yankees in the playoffs. Other than that, he, you know, he's a solid hitter. But look at him, you know, damn near winning the whole thing. Can you believe that? How obnoxious is that? How obnoxious was that? A Rosarena and Vlad Jr. in the home run derby finals? How obnoxious? I mean, do we need that? We don't. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.